This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Welcome back to Talkville. Welcome back to Talkville. Sorry, I was singing an old song. It was called uh, Welcome Back, Cotter. Remember that show, guys? Oh, yeah. Well, the names. Yeah, yeah, well, the names. Travolta, baby. What's that? Travolta. Travolta, back in the day. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast, where each week we go way back and we watch every episode of the show, which frankly is giving me a little anxiety. (laughs) <laughs> it's giving me anxiety, guys. Uh, we then go back and we talk amongst each other. Uh, we talked with you fans, with the, the listeners. We engage. Uh, we have a talk, a hotline, and it is giving me anxiety, guys. But first, welcome Ryan Tejas. Howdy. And Tom Welling. Okay, so one thing that fans need to know is we watch these episodes and we all put on black t-shirts and we do a podcast about it. I'm not wearing Michael- a black Michael, I know, I know that you're colorblind, but we're all wearing black at the same time. I don't, am, am oh. I wearing black, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> and it's blue. Though the, though the this is the just first episode. Yes. I'm wearing this green, is, though, Tom. This is a green shirt. Maybe I'm colorblind. I just started a new med, so don't mess with me. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, uh, aside from the podcast I did at your home, there in the lovely Laurel Canyon, Hollywood Hills, um, this is the first time that I get to see Ryan. Yes. Because I had a fear that he was like making like gestures when I would speak when I couldn't see him. So now I was, but I decided this is me. I'm turning a table and I'm going to not make faces at you. My mother actually (laughs) said, who's the who's the guy, the other guy with you and Tom? I go, that's right. He goes, I I like him. He's got big feet. Look how big your feet are. You know what they say? Uh, A big, a big shout out to everybody who supported the show so far. We're only and, you know, a couple episodes in. And uh, this is, it's a real treat. It's, it, it's a little stressful because we have to do our homework. We have to go back. We have to watch each episode. We take our notes. We, no we one dis- wants to hear how hard this is for us. <laughs> but it's like a big thank you to uh, all the support from the community. It's been amazing so far. We hope you continue to join us throughout the, the, the rewatch. Um, and uh, by the way, uh, a special guest next episode. We have special guests. I'm not going to say who they are. But uh, for the next episode, which would be Jitters, uh, we have special guests. So you might want to stick around next week. And if you didn't get a chance to call in and leave your questions for this week's episode, make sure you get some in for future episodes. Call our hotline. It's 213-538-2883. And Tom, they should leave their messages and they should just say, hey, I'll give you an example. This is a perfect message. Hey, it's Ron from Albuquerque. My question is for Ryan. Ryan, how do you put up with all their shit? It's really quick. That's it. It's decisive. That's it. It's just right to the point. And you're, you have a better chance of getting on the podcast. Am I right, guys? That's true. Yes. yes. Keep it short. Uh, also, uh, we've had some uh, some technical difficulties moving forward. Uh, we, we're fixing those. And uh, the sound will get better on Tom's end. We've corrected things. And uh, it's just going to get better and better. The show will grow with you. And with the show, presumably. 
Like Smallville, the show. Yeah, the show will get better. You and guys so will hit will Smallville. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks, it'll, Ryan. It'll work out. Uh, I, I have to mention the socials uh, so you can follow us. But it's very simple. It's Talkville Podcast. Talkville Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and Talkville Pod on Twitter. Follow us, please. And also subscribe. You can watch the show on YouTube. You could uh, listen to it on Apple or wherever get you, you get your podcasts. And just tell everybody about it and, and spread the word. We're trying to get a big audience here. And um, we're, uh, but we, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in real quick. I'm not a big social media guy, as most people who have ever, I don't know. Maybe nobody knows the social media that's happening for this podcast. I obviously I follow and I check in on. It's actually a lot of fun. It's very, it's, it's like engaging. Yeah. It's kind of like interesting. I, I look at it. I, I like the pictures too. I like the videos. It's great. Yeah. I like it. We have, there's this cool artist. I can't remember his name. I'll say it next time, but he makes <laughs> these little posters for each episode and they're fantastic. Um, so you know what? I'm going to watch this. I'm going to actually give this guy a shout out because he's done a couple of great pieces of art. And, and they're uh, cool. They are incredibly cool. And I don't know if he's going to survive all these episodes, but um, he's probably got them all done already. You think his name know. is at why not stuff WNS. Why not stuff WNS. Give him a shout out. Say hello. Say thanks for the, the cool pod, artwork. The podcast should follow him for sure. <clears throat> yes. And lastly, we're getting a Shopify. So we're going to have some merch eventually. We'll start out with t-shirts and see how that goes. But also, if you want to join the Patreon family, these are folks that help the podcast in so many ways and help keep us on the air. Patrons, if you want to become a patron, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Talkville, and you get your name shouted out at the end of every episode along with other perks. Um, and it will grow and it will get better. And we thank you for your support and all the love that you're sharing with the podcast. Without further ado, let's get into season one, episode seven. This called Craven. It's called <laughs> Craven, folks. Um, I have, you know, I'm not going to get into my thoughts right now. I know Tom has his. You have yours. Uh-huh. I, I doubled up this week because we're doing two episodes in a row. Not that you guys need to do that. Notice that. But uh, I watched both episodes in a row. And uh, we'll we'll get into There this. won't be any wardrobe changes. Yes, <laughs> there won't be any wardrobe changes for these we'll two episodes. We'll all be in our black shirts. Uh, the title is Craving. It aired November 27th, uh, 2001. The director was Philip Grisia. The writers were Al Goff, Miles Miller, and Michael Green. Hold up. November, November 27th. Would this have been Craving around Thanksgiving time? Is that what they're going for? Maybe they were. She should have eaten a turkey instead of a deer. She should have. Could have. Why weren't they? You know, let's rewind. (laughs) Guest stars. Well, this is probably the biggest guest star we've ever had. Nominated for many Academy Awards. Uh, she played Jody Melville. It was Amy Adams. She she I'm, I she learned a lot on Smallville. She she did. She it was the beginning. But by the way, we'll get into this. Um, chops. She had chops. Then you could just tell that this woman was going to f- other places. Yeah, and uh, it was yeah. apparent. And another actor who didn't get a lot of uh, attention, but you mentioned before we started the podcast today was the guy who played Dr. Hamilton and his name was yeah. Joe Morton. He's done a ton of movies. Yeah. I remember working with him specifically. He was intense. Um, I was a little, a little nervous at times, but we worked well off each other. And uh, well, I mean, we'll get to that. What I love about that scene is he's playing a guy, a very erratic character, but he's such a great actor that it's not over the top. And Lex is like, all right, I'm patient. I'll let you, I'll let you spin around while I weave my web. And it was yeah. a great 
I don't know. I really enjoyed that scene with you guys because it, it showed a lot of character and patience and timing. Um, I thought that was one of the better better scenes of the episode. Oh, well, thank you. Here's a synopsis well, for you, folks. Of, him, yeah. oh, of course, because of him. Overweight teenager Jody Melville is obsessed to lose weight. She feels rejected by her schoolmates except Pete, who defends her. Planning to attend Lana Lang's birthday party, Jody submits herself to a radical diet. Only vegetables planted in her father's greenhouse, but with soil full of, you guessed it, Brian? Kryptonite. Kryptonite. And Jody immediately achieves a wonderful shape, but has a huge and uncontrollable starvation and needs human body fat as the side effect, threatening whoever is closest. Her next potential victim is Date Pete. Clark again is forced to break his date with Lana to try and save Pete and somehow stop Jody. Whitney tries to get back together with Lana by informing her about being accepted to Kansas State University. And meanwhile, Lex Luthor views Chloe's wall of weird as Smallville's high school paper, The Torch, at Smallville's high school newspaper, The Torch, to study meteor rock mutants. And he later approaches meteor rock expert Dr. Stephen Hamilton to investigate the meteor shower. Um, a lot going on. I like how we start to get into, you know, Lex Luthor, some ulterior motives. We get to see a little darkness, uh, just hints of it. It's very, very light, but stories are starting to break off. And as you'll see, as the series progresses and gets better, that's when the stories really break off and we have a lot of things going on. Because right now, we, again, no. we, have the, we have the freak of the week. Well, we, okay, so yes, this is a freak of the week. Um, there Here is we go. Some... Here we go. Defending. No, what I like about this episode, there's a lot of different scenes with a lot of different characters. It's not just a a story, B story. There's a lot of different characters talking to a lot of different characters, and as you'll see, that's not always the case on on Smallville. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I thought, look, there were moments it was engaging. Um, there were some special effects that were cool. We'll get into that, but let's go and we could and stop me anytime. But um. Here's a brief play-by-play of what happens in the episode. We'll also get to your questions and uh, much more coming up. Opening scene on the Melville farm with Jody working in her family nursery with plants covered in kryptonite rock, kryptonite rock soil. It amazes me, though, when I see this, the, the, the kryptonite rock soil. I mean, why the whole, the whole town? Everybody should be mutants. Why isn't everybody a mutant Everyone should be skinny. <laughs> I mean, or something. There's always some weird thing going on in small. And look, that is Smallville. That's the whole idea is that there, it's, you know, and Chloe mentions this. She, you know, this is like the, the wall of weird, all these things that have happened in Smallville. But I mean, there's some weird stuff going on, Ryan. It's all in everybody's power is wish fulfillment. It's all the, their deepest, darkest desires that just come. Oh, everything. Oh. So you think their deepest, darkest secrets, if they have such an intensity towards what they want and desire, kryptonite makes it happen. Yeah. Well, that's, and, that's an interesting and we learned that Chloe's dad works for Luthacorp, which I had forgotten, but now I remember oh. that that was a big thing at the time. Uh, not that we, it, not that I thought we learned about that in the next episode. No, it's in this one. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's in Craving. Is that yeah. true, Ryan? It's when you're in front of the, when Lex is in front of Wall of Weird. Oh, yeah. mentions her dad. That's right. Yeah. Good memory. I can't even remember what I did yesterday or this morning when I watched the shows. <laughs> Tom touches his brow. What the hell am I doing? Played by Amy Adams. Jody is expressing issues with her own body weight image to her supporting father. Um, you know, this is, <clears throat> this is always a tough issue because many people deal with eating disorders and it's, you know, this was, you know, 20 years ago and, um, 
it was a bit harsh at times. It was also being delicate, showing that there's good people in the world who love you for who you are. But it also, you know, shows you the the desire to to want to be pretty, to want to be thin, to want to fit in with everybody else. And it's just in your head a lot of times. You'll find well, the cool it, people. There's the right a people. there's a common Dang theme it. of a lot of the characters in Smallville episodes saying, uh, "I'm a freak." Uh, even Clark, people treat me like a freak, you know. And she, one of the things that she says is, "Nobody likes me. I'm a freak." And feeling like an outsider. I mean, this is a very touchy subject when it comes to diet and weight issues, especially in high school and, and stuff like that. But um, I thought that the encouragement was there for her. And even when she kind of got to where she wanted to be, she still wasn't fulfilled. No pun intended. Right. Um, she, she was unhappy still. You have to become yeah. happy with yourself. And it takes a lot. You know, I've I've never I've had other issues being too short, smallest kid in my school and, um, you know, other things facing adversity. But you know, I don't know what it's like to to be overweight and you know being picked on and and have you stuff. ever have you ever really said mean. I see it as my gift, as Lex said when he was talking about being bald to Clark. What did he say exactly? He said it in this episode. What did he say? He was talking about being bald, and he goes, "I've always seen it as my gift." Like it was. Oh, that's an, an right. Yeah. He tells the story for the first time, and Clark had no idea. And then he doesn't tell it to the scientist. And he says, I'm going to, I save that story for people I trust. After he just wrote the guy a check for $100,000, which I thought was interesting. There's a lot of interesting little things in this episode. I'm just saying. Right. And inadvertently, if you think about it, Clark, when Lex tells him the story, realizes, oh shit, the meteor shower caused this. I came from the meteor shower. It was me. I am, you know, you, you, they, we don't play it up in this episode, but there's a right. look on your face like, I'm sort of responsible this for this. Maybe. It's a hint. A ding, ding. It's a little little morsel, a little nuance. Yeah. But you're right. So there were some cool things about this. We can say, Ryan. Yeah, no, I, I agree. No, it was a. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us wish we had more time, but time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing in your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you could do more of it. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can help everyone be the best they can be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Listen, learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Chloe and Pete enlist her help with math homework because she gets bullied for her weight in the hall by fellow classmate Dustin while sharing her new diet plan. The great thing about this is Pete defends himself and the people around him by throwing the basketball back at a kid's face. And he's like, yo, 
like f off and it's like pretty funny to see sam do that <laughs> it was nice it was nice yeah. to see his character who's a smaller character he's you know probably been picked on a little bit too thank god he's friends with best friends with clark kent that always helps but yeah i was surprised i didn't remember any of that when he threw the threw the basketball at dustin's face and it was kind of like yeah it's nice to see people stick up for other people it really is nice to see that and it doesn't happen a lot but when you step up for someone i think it's a it's a really good it, it's honorable jody returns home to weigh herself and sees the progress of her new diet plan much to her surprise she has literally dropped she literally drops waist sizes over 30 pounds while on the scale so quickly that's a little bit of a skip in the story which is fine but what i really like is when jody's making the first kryptonite shake in front of her dad the sound effect is so over the top <laughs> when she starts to blender. Did you notice that? It was like, it was like, it was like <laughs> jaw, like the Goliath coming out of like the abyss. Did you it notice that, like, Ryan? <laughs> right. no, I wasn't paying attention. To I that, wasn't paying really attention funny. to that, but that jumped out at you. The sound of the yeah. blender. Yeah, <laughs> they, they definitely made that a point, which that's, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Um, back at Luther Manor, Lex is getting a physical and learns that he has heightened white blood cell counts, which he learns is not atypical for the residents of Smallville, thought to be caused by Luther Corp contamination. Okay, so a little thing about that. What I liked about that scene is when Lex gets that news, you see that Lex is a brave soul. He gets this news. He's not sure what it is, but he orders the test. He's like, let's go. Let's find it out. I'm not, I'm not afraid of the truth. I think that's a little takeaway from that scene that might not be there. Now, we never see this doctor again, as far as I know. But um, Maybe he's in the next episode. No, he maybe. isn't. No, maybe. he wasn't. Yeah, but we're, we're starting to see some things that are wrong with Lex. And, you know, we begin to see a lot of things that are wrong with Lex as this series unfolds. I mean, there are a lot of things that go on. Oh, my gosh. Wait till we get to Shattered and episodes like I remember being in straight jackets, but I'll save the re that for uh, for later. While Clark and Lana are planning Lana's birthday party, Whitney shows up to announce college scouts from Kansas State have given him a tryout. This means he will miss Lana's birthday and Clark and take uh, take her there. Is this the moment where they're outside and they're kissing in front of you? Yeah, there's like a little kiss. Yeah, they yeah. do that a lot. Have you noticed that? It's yeah. kind of like rubbing it in because you, you you know you can tell Lana likes you, and so even if there's a little morsel of that like, which I I think she's fond of you, you know she just you know starts smooching her ex. You think she'd be like, hey, let's I don't know. I feel it's bad weird. for Whitney's character because they never really ever gave him an a opportunity story. to show why Lana might even talk to him. <laughs> he just shows up and like. <laughs> talks to her all the time there's never yeah. a conversation i think you know there was a time when you know i think some people weren't crazy about lana's character but you know they're always haters i mean there are people who didn't like lex there's people who don't like lana but i think early on it was probably because they're like why are you dating they were blaming her character that's ridiculous because she's dating whitney and they were so upset by it, I remember, that they're like how could she date this guy clark's the perfect guy team clark go clark Date Clark shows over. Well, you cut it in, <laughs> in a way. You have, exactly. to, you have to humanize the the, the superhero in in the show. You have to help him uh, relate to the nerds watching. Right. And that's a very relatable thing for a nerd is like watch someone you like right. make out very intensely, a little too intensely, I might that's say. That's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, with someone you like. <laughs> Jody gets more aggressive with her usage of the kryptonite plant based diet, cutting even more weight. But as she does this, she develops an insatiable appetite. This intensified as she hits a deer 
while driving and then devours her roadkill by eating 80% of its body weight. So again, quickly, let me jump in. One, one little thing. When uh, There's a scene before this where Clark says to Lana, Lana comes over to the house and Clark says to Lana, um, well, I could be your escort, you know, just to kind of keep the, you know, all the fans away. And there's a really great shot of Annette, Martha, yeah, with yeah. Clark and Lana back in and the her foreground. Reaction, mm-hmm. her, in her foreground. And her reaction to that is like priceless as a, as a mom, rooting for your it. son, wanting all these things for your son. And I thought that was a great beat. And then the second of all, the eating of the deer and the opening of the jaw, I just want to say, I could say this every during this whole podcast, but Amy's performance, what I get from it is like the commitment. Like there's no like, I'm going to look, she's, she wasn't concerned. She just played it. You know what I mean? Yeah. She owned every moment. And that's why her performance jumps out. And yes, she's gone on to do these other things. But what we're talking about is she was doing it then. I mean, she's just yeah, she's stand up. Did you notice that like she had to do some tough scenes like those scenes where she's eating so much food and they're cutting they're like yeah. uh jump jump cuts. Um yeah, when you were easy. at that lunch table what was that like? Do you remember that? I um I do remember kind of being like I wonder how this is going to happen because I've never been in a scene like this and I remember that they kept bringing this food away and she would eat some of it she would spit you know eat some of it and then spit it out because you don't want to consume all that food because you're going to get, get sick. sick. But there were so many beats to all that. But the whole time, I just saw Amy being so focused and not being distracted and just playing her character. And I was just like, wow, this, like you said, this this girl knows what she's doing. Like, let's just stand back and watch. Did you feel like she had any kind of, uh, was she nervous at all? Was she anxious at all? Was she, was she trying to please people? It was early she was on. Not, she, I, I can tell you she wasn't trying to please anyone. And I mean that in a, in a in a good way sure she was there to do her job she was polite she was again she was focused you know i think she she had learned already that like your job is to come in and do your thing don't worry about all this i mean she was pleasant right but she wasn't like hey what are you doing this weekend or none of that no she was she was there to do her job and i got to hang out with her a little bit and she was she was wonderful i thought she was fantastic just a wonderful woman and, and honest obviously a great actress but um the deer scene uh i just thought of those it was like kind of amazing how she jumped to this voracious sort of i have to kill something i have to eat flesh animal flesh human flesh where was the they didn't really i mean i guess well did you- I, I think they were trying to do something because she was a vegetarian only eating out of her father's greenhouse and then somehow needed the juxtaposition the of the, yeah right so, ah. well, oh well when you when a couple of scenes later when uh Clark and Chloe go to the the vet or to to look at the autopsy deer. Uh, the, she says like it, it the deer lost eighty percent of its body fat, like it had been liposuctioned to death. So the yeah. idea is that she's sucking the fat out of the living things. Right. And later when she when she eats, she doesn't eat Dustin. She just sort of sucks the fat out of him. Yeah, that was pretty damn cool. Yeah. Uh, Lex makes his way to Smallville High, and by the way, I thought the effect was really cool when, it, when her mouth opens for that first Creepies. time. Oh, that no. was so creepy. And that's, remember, that was 20 years ago. And I also, felt like it was effective. And remember, like, picture the actress, someone described, the director describing to the actress what that movement is. Okay, I want you to stand here. When you see the deer and you want to eat it, just open your mouth as wide as it can. Like, like that's that's embarrassing. That's, like, crazy. But, like, I mean, you can do it on cue because you don't get embarrassed. But um, Amy did a lot of things here, you know, as far as putting on the fat suit and then showing showing off her body later there's a lot of revealing things that had to be uh, tough with uh wearing a fat suit um 
an overweight suit as i'll call it first thing that comes to mind is like it must be warm i I I bet it's so hot and uncomfortable that had to be brutal that really had to be brutal so lex makes his way to smallville high in the torch newspaper room to investigate chloe's wall of weird as his suspicion of the events of the meteor shower intensify i really enjoyed the scene um you know, again, I know you're going to say it's weird that Lex shows up like at the high school, <laughs> you know, he's hanging out with the kids, but also they said 12 years ago, all this happened. So Lex is weird as Lana having a birthday party at your house. Yeah. What was that reason. about? Did they Where'd explain that come it? from? I missed it. Did, did, did you they explain kid? it? I don't think so. Lex just offered his house for a birthday party. No, Amy's like, I, Amy's like, I, I just, I still don't have a date for Lana's birthday party at Lex's mansion. And I'm like, huh? There was just what? a scene what, what during that tutoring scene that some line must have been dropped that we all missed. <laughs> so if anyone remembers what it is. Yeah, does anybody remember what the purpose <laughs> of that was? Me. Why the, a high school kid is having a birthday party at Lex Luthor's house? With no parents? <laughs> yeah, kind of weird. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Nike, Wine.com, Samsung, Lenovo, Sephora, and more and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Uh, in the halls, Jody gets hit on by Dustin now that she's lost weight. She uses this opportunity to get back at her bully by turning him, un- luring him under the bleachers and into the boiler room with the false idea of hooking up, allowing her the opportunity to feast on Dustin. Um, this another great scene where she's not facing him, but her his hands are around her waist, and she's like, "You like just being mean to me and making me cry." Making me feel like I should lose weight or die. Yeah, it was so like uncomfortable. She's got such a great voice and presence and patience that she just runs all those scenes. Like she's she's so watchable, and um, that's an easy scene to cheese up, you know. But that's not what happens. Yeah. 
Uh, Clark shows up. And by the way, the effect of Dustin was great. That makeup is that that was just makeup, right? I don't I wasn't there. I mean, it's don't you think it was <laughs> you think it was practical or you think it was an effect? Oh, wait, you weren't there? What? <laughs> well, he was there. He saw dust. Oh, the, oh well, he, he didn't. He didn't look like that when you saw him. Well, I, I don't. Sometimes Clark would run into a scene and look at something and that thing wasn't oh. there <laughs> <laughs> because it was on the other side of the room and they were, you know what I mean? I would look yeah. in and be like, oh, there's a piece of tape over there. I got to do something. <laughs> and you, you have know? no idea so, what it's going to become. I, I, you know, there's a vague idea. There's you a, know, there's some. There's someone laying on the ground, perhaps, but yeah. There's an episode, the next episode we'll talk about, there's a moment where I see something on the TV, but I don't know what's happening as an actor. I don't. They just told me, and my reaction is just like, uh, it could have been a little more, like I was. I did not react well, and I was like kind of pissed at it. I was like, what the fuck? What did they tell me? Uh, let's see, Clark, uh, before Lana's party, Chloe visits the Ken house to share some info that she's dug up around the recent roadkill. And the two put the pieces together of Jody's infection of kryptonite. By the way, horrible performance on Clark's part. Why is Clark that? Goes from, Clark literally, if you watch that scene, Clark is like, Chloe, uh, what are you doing here? Why aren't you dressed? And she's like, well, I got some information. She goes, what kind of information? And then she's like, it's about the deer. And then Clark, like in the same tone, like no no emotional shift, <laughs> puts everything together. You goes, do. We gotta go find her. That's and not like, you though. That's the writing. I'm like that. Yeah, but. A better actor would have gone, hey, wait, a let me take my hands off my button shirt and focus. You and just me. went right for the answer. It was just oh. like, oh, he so was then like, this, oh, so it has to be what? Jody. Let's go. <laughs> it was, was poor quick. direction and poor acting. Directorially and in writing, <laughs> I think. That wasn't really your fault. I won't blame you for that. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah, and the, the, her family nursery, Jody's family nursery, was close to the meteor rocks that fell the day of the shower. Uh, Chloe and Clark then head out to hunt Jody. Pete goes to pick up Jody for the party. Ah, oh, sweet Pete. When Jody feels a hunger fall over her, and to avoid eating Pete, someone who sh- showed her compassion uh, leaves him hanging. Pete follows and nearly gets devoured by Jody until Clark rushes in. So one of the the biggest cliffhanger in this whole episode for me is she sends Pete away. Pete comes back and he's like, "Hey, let me help you." She's like, I don't want to hurt you. And Pete goes, you couldn't hurt a, and he doesn't finish his sentence because he sees her. I'm dying to know what was, what was he going to say? He couldn't hurt a what? (laughs) You couldn't hurt a deer. No, that's not it. He doesn't finish the sentence. And I'm watching the episode. I'm like, what was he going to say? Like, you couldn't hurt a great guy like me. Um, We'll have to have him on the show. We'll have to have uh, Sam come on the podcast. Sweet Pete. Uh, Clark follows Jody. And by the way, I thought that was really a well-acted scene by both, um, Amy and and Sam, you know, when he hits his head and his uh, concern for her, it was really nice. Uh, Clark follows Jody in her family nursery and fights her until she has realization of what she's Ooh. become, making her set the nursery uh, ablaze to off herself. But Clark pulls her out in time, saving her life. There was a lot of stunts in there and a big explosion. Why does everything? How could uh, how could fire? Why well, did yeah? Why did it? Explode? Why did it explode? Why was there fire? There. Uh, uh. i didn't know <laughs> was yeah it, was it the it just exploded she the lights and the kryptonite rocks reacted i don't know i watched it and i go why is that fucking nursery on fire yeah why would there be a fire at all it's, i have explosion and probably and have a lot of water marks. in it yeah <laughs> I, I, I felt the same way you did uh um, i will tell you i do remember shooting uh this scene really because it was like two o'clock in the morning exhausted like 
come on, can we just finish this? It's probably on a Friday if it's 2 a.m. And uh, I'm on the ground and we're shooting me on the ground and then all this stuff. And then like, boom, Amy comes in. And I just remember being like, whoa, <laughs> like, wow. Like, look, look at her. Like, oh, you know, she she's in the outfit. On. She's got the power. <laughs> she's coming in. And I remember kind of being on the ground being like, oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Clarkson or Clarkson trouble. You know what I mean? She was in it the was, moment. It was an easy reaction to her arrival. I do remember that. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of things of she had to stand over me and foot placement becomes very uh, important in those moments mm -hmm. because you don't want to get stepped on and the, you don't want the other actor to only stand and, and not have to move. And there's some, there was like some weird choreography. That's why I remember all this, but she, man, she, she just nailed it. I remember just thinking like, I, I need to be a better actor. Never um, such actually. praise for, for a guest star thus far. This really is the good. most praise because she really, without well, having her in this episode, I think it would have not, it wouldn't have been nearly as good. Nearly. I as, think she really elevated her, her guest, her, her character. I think she really did. Yeah. hundred you percent. Know? What companies would you want to work for? Just capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like bank of America, which just earned the prestigious just capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I was worried we'd bring back the same team. I meant those blackout motorized shades. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. I installed these and then got some from my mom, too. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Hall of Fame son. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Lex Luthor hunts down a scientist with expertise in moon rocks to investigate the strange occurrences and people of the Smallville meteor shower. Though Yo. he's defensive, Lex blackmails a scientist into taking the gig to avoid interactions with students from getting leaked. Very helpful. Yeah. Not, <laughs> Clark, can't say Lex, or Lex just wants to help. And by the way, this is the second time Lex has blackmailed. The first, uh, the news reporter. There's a news oh, reporter yeah. that he blackmailed. So, uh, uh, Again, I remember these scenes. I remember working with Joe. Uh, I don't remember a lot, but I do remember working with Joe Morton, and uh, he brought it. It wasn't you didn't have fun. You were there to act. You were there to deliver a performance. You were there to make a scene better. And sometimes that's a good exercise. Yeah. You know, it was for me. Sometimes, all right, you don't have to be the stand-up comedian. You don't have to make everybody laugh here. Just fucking do your job. You know. Well, one of the other things I noticed in Lex in this episode, I don't know why, I just realized it now. But one of the things that you had done in your performance is you took time between your lines. Um, what you'll see, what you notice a lot in the editing of Smallville, as soon as someone's done with their line, is cut to the other actor who talks. Cut, right. cut, cut, right? It's pacing. But what Michael did, whether you knew it or not, is you kind of took time with what you were saying. And there's like an old movie star adage is if you do that, they can't cut away from you. I mean, they can, wow. but they probably won't. Thanks, and I don't dude. know if you did yeah. that on purpose. But I noticed that this in this episode, how you controlled the pacing. And I don't know if that was something you were aware of or not, but it, I, I saw it. I think, thank you. I think what happened is I started to get a little more confidence and sometimes confidence kind of ebbs and flows. It just, I feel like this was one episode where for the most part I felt on, 
I felt confident. I felt, and that doesn't always happen. Sometimes you're not focused. Sometimes you're, uh, there's distractions. Sometimes there's just, you don't feel the confidence. But uh, for some reason, I definitely, when I watched it, I felt like, hey, you were, you were pretty. You had a lot, and your Lex had a lot to do in this episode. Yeah, like, it was more to do than. Three big things he had to get done. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you. Interesting things of note. And then we'll Oh, hold it. on real quick, real quick. The scene where Clark throws rocks at Lana's window oh, toward yeah. the end. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That song. Yes. <laughs> Holy that song is like, is there a God. better song for that moment? I don't think so. Never a more on the nose needle drop has ever I there mean, been. I can be your hero, baby. I like, come on. Hero. I can kiss away the pain. Yeah, it was like so perfect. And then the whole, you know, him recreating the, the last moment of it. It was it was all very sweet. Well done. Yeah, yeah. that was a, that was a sweet moment. I thought, you know, but I'm like, he throws <laughs> a rock. Lex, he throws like, a... Lex, Lex is like in the bushes looking through binoculars. Like, Clark, <laughs> this go, is Clark. what you did? Clark, come on. But I kind of felt like, where was the sound coming from? Oh, for the, the Looney Tunes? Yeah. Oh, do you think, do you think, how do you Clark think characters do hear the soundtrack <laughs> when it's playing? Like in Gladiator, do you think when they're fighting, there's a song playing for those characters? <laughs> no, but when you're showing in the Looney ancient, Tunes in thing. ancient Rome. <laughs> I love how, like you say, hey, I got something to show you. And then you, you, I guess you set it up and then you made popcorn and it's late at night and everything's over. Suspension of disbelief. Sure. Sure. It was still a wonderful moment. You could it was take sweet. Who wouldn't want someone to do that? Away. You could take my breath away. Um, the, yeah, what? that song. Uh, I had to go look up the music video for that song afterwards because because uh, I knew it was going to be a time capsule, and it's Enrique Iglesias. And uh, do do you know who uh, his love interest is in that his wife? Video? Right? Nope. Or maybe, but uh, someone you know who? Uh, she has three names: Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yep. It is. Yep. Oh, oh wow! I gotta yeah. watch it. She's been a guest on my podcast inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. If you yeah. want to listen, by the way, uh, <laughs> and it is a hell of a watch. I should have sent it to you guys I gotta before. Watch the video. Interesting <laughs> yeah, things of note. Thanks the prep. <laughs> Interesting things of note. If the Melville Nursery was supplying fruit and vegetables to the town, wouldn't a lot of people turn into cannibals? Well, no, you have to eat it right away. It By the time it gets to market. It, you it, have it, to it grind it. You on. have to. Yeah. Weird that Lex is just casually browsing a high school website. I don't know. That's just a. Interesting thing of note. Funny how Pete hardly recognizes Jody after her weight loss, but everyone knew it was Greg Arkin after his transformation in Metamorphosis. <laughs> Smallville trivia from Craig at Krypton Site. Jody's last name of Melville is a reference to Herman Melville, author of the classic whaling novel Moby Dick. Throughout the episode, Jody is compared to a whale. The white whale. Malcolm Stewart, who plays Jody's father, Mr. Melville, would go on to play Dr. Otis Ford in Smallville. Scare episode 2004 and Dr. Sinclair and Smallville Onyx 2005. Wow. There's an insert shot in the episode where Lex is looking at the Smallville Torch website. That was something WB's international division was doing. The ledger and torch were a thing for a few seasons. And the person who organized it all, Mark Warshaw, ended up writing two episodes of the series. Ah, Mark. Mark Warshaw. Amy Adams, of course, later played Lois Lane herself in the movies. There was a character named Dustin that I believe was named after a production designer. Tom and Michael would probably know Dustin Farrell was his name, I think. I don't remember Dustin Farrell. Oh, uh, no, I remember the props hair? guy, Dustin. Remember props guy? The hair? I don't know. The guy with the afro? Maybe. But why'd they make him a douchebag? I remember Justin. Just in case. Remember it was Just, called That's Justin what I'm saying. Case. Oh, that was Justin. Yes, just, just in, in case. case. Yes, yeah. exactly. So 
what do you what would you guys say the highlights were? Obviously, the acting, Amy Adams, Joe Morton, my character. Well, you, well, you, you got to talk about Joe Morton for a little bit. Why? We haven't really talked about him yet. I did. You did? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I talked about him enough. I thought he was a great actor. You could look him up. Um, he's done a lot of work, and uh, you know, it was yeah. Enjoyable he, working Michael with him. said that he was. It was working with him was like you weren't there to have fun. You were there to act. Remember that whole part? Yeah, remember. Well, I blocked it out. Jeez. We'll send. Brian. We'll send you the episode. So the highlights. What would you say the highlights? I thought um, Amy's performance, Joe's performance. Uh, I thought um, you know there was some good stuff in there acting wise. The effects I thought were pretty good. Dustin's face getting thinner. Um, so the explosion how it happened i don't know but the explosion in the in the uh, nursery um uh, you know it was nice to see pete have a little emotion and not just be a sidekick he had his own little story for a second for a beat um getting to know uh, uh, you know clark can't getting to understand what happened to clark some backstory um you know there were some interesting parts i thought <laughs> there's this funny part where clark comes home and they're like clark what happened and he's like i'm fine because the police called and he's like, uh, you know, Amy's character's dad is on the way. She's on the way to the hospital. There's no mention of Pete. I wonder if it's like, Pete went home to cry in his pillow. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. No, you happened? said Pete. You said Pete had a migraine. Oh, that's right. You did. You said Biggest Pete. migraine. Biggest migraine he's ever had. That's biggest right. migraine he's ever had. Right. But you besides high points, because we could sit there and name them, what were, well, besides high points, if I haven't named any that you want to add, but what were the low points? Other than being a freak of the week episode and sort of another kryptonite rock, uh, making someone uh, I change. Think, I think the lowest point was Clark putting it all together while yeah. trying to put a shirt on. <laughs> I don't disagree that's, with that's you. That was kind point. of that was a little cheesy. That was a miss. That was just a miss. It was abrupt. I don't think people saw it, it as like, intensely as you do. The torpedo was going like this, and it just missed. Like it's fine. It's plot point. It's get it over with. Move on. But that that's the one. That's the point. That's what bugs me about this episode. All right. Well, I don't think it bugged us as much. Here we go. Well, now that you mention it, it bugs me a whole hell of a lot more than it did then. <laughs> now it goes under your favorite. We <laughs> are ready for the hotline. This is your questions, folks. 213-538-2883. Let's see what uh, some of you had to say. This uh, first one is Abby. Hi, um, my name is Abby. Um, I'm from Seattle, and I've been watching Smallville probably since it came out when I was in middle school. This episode, Crave, has always been kind of hard for me to watch, um, but I feel like it was ahead of its time in suggesting that uh, extreme disordered eating always backfires and it's kind of interesting that they did it in the freak of the week context when I rewatch it I'll never forget the use of the song slide by Dido when Amy Adams is looking in the mirror um, in sort of the earlier scenes um, I feel like it's one of the most the more memorable moments where Smallville did such a good job with the music especially in the first couple seasons thank you so much for doing this bye Abby, uh, I, I agree with everything you said. Um, the lyrics in that song where you brought this on yourself and it's high time you left it there. Lie here and rest your head and dream of something else instead. Hey, this is Brad from Denver. Who, who had the most difficult acting scene and why? Thank you. Bye-bye. Who had the what? Most difficult acting scene and why? I think Amy. That's my opinion. Amy had the most the, the toughest performance. She uh, she was the show in this episode for the most part. Tom, you're contemplating. You're not, you're not agreeing. Could ah, she I'm have sorry. pulled off the buttoning up the shirt scene? Could she have even done that? <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, I'm just saying. I Maybe she couldn't have. If she if she hadn't done such a great job, the, the episode does fail. It does. So it, it's, yeah. It, um, yeah. I think there's a lot of good performances here, but I think hers her performance carries the episode. This is Scott. We got Scott here. He's got a quick question. 
Hey, Tom and Michael, this is Scott from Massachusetts. I just want to know if there was one guest star who only was there for an episode or two that you wish had a longer arc because they were such a pleasure to have on site. Thanks for taking the message. Look forward to listening to more. Have a great day. I mean, the easy answer is Amy. I mean, we can't stop talking about her. Um, yeah. You know, it would have been cool to see Joe come back having found in like the final season, the final episode, Lex is like finally coming back and all of a sudden there's like <laughs> the phone rings and it's like Joe's character calling. I figured out the meteor rocks. There was some great uh, guest stars though. Um, I mean, look, obviously Christopher Reeve down the road, you wish that he could have returned, but uh, you know, that was difficult. Oh, I was just talking about this episode. But this episode, but I'm just talking in general. Um, oh. uh, I don't know. That's tough. We've had some great guest stars and as we move along, we'll, we'll talk about it. But I always um, felt, I always felt like a guest star. Jeez. <laughs> you, I mean, well, it always says guest star John Glover, and he was a regular. I mean, he was such a force on that show. They always called him. Uh, this is uh, Patreon privilege. This is video. Um, but uh, we're just going to uh, hear uh, what Rocky has to say. Hey, what's up, Talkville? Lifelong fan of Smallville. First time Patreon supporters. Super excited to be a part of this. I'm going to get right into my question. Out of all the writers and directors for each of you, which one sticks out like? Because the, the two that worked on Craving, they'd gone on to do good thing, great things like The Boys, Green Lantern, Blade Runner, Logan. Appreciate you guys. Have a good one. Thanks. Wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah. They don't call you? No, I have never had a call. <laughs> um, of the writers, directors involved in this episode, which sticks out to you the most? Holy um, shit. The guy who wrote this episode wrote, yeah, wrote Logan and Blade Runner 2049. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, he also wrote Green Lantern, but that couldn't have been entirely his fault. It's funny. One of the worst <laughs> movies ever made, but nobody ever gets blamed for it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't nobody. see it. I everybody, didn't see everybody it. in that movie has gone on to do great things. That's true. It's amazing. Um, Good for him. But yeah, uh, I, we didn't know that. So thank you for the input. I appreciate it, Rocky. We should have had him on the... We should have had him on the podcast. Yeah, this is uh, Abby Pie. Abby Pie, Patreon. Thank you for being a patron. Wait, we didn't answer his question. Do we not? Well, it, it was sort of a statement, kind of like he answered it himself. We, oops. Well, well I'll, I'll just say quickly that um, the you know Alan Miles when they wrote scripts, they they the scripts the first version of the script arrived five times better than most other scripts because they just they they're geniuses they were and they know what they do, and then. Um, you know, I think Greg Beeman and uh, Glenn Winter jump out to me as directors for sure. Uh, no offense, Michael, but um, <laughs> none offense. Uh, but th those are the to answer the question. That's the quick answer. Yeah, there were some great directors on the on the show though. Um, the guy. Oh, Jano, uh, remember Jano was fantastic. We can oh. we can go on and on, but it's so early in the season that you know you won't know until we talk about them later. But um, yeah, Abby. Hey, Tom and Rosie, Abby here. We all know Jodie was played by Amy Adams, who went on to play Lois Lane in Man of Steel. But do you know how many other Smallville cast members were in that movie? You might be surprised. Kevin Costner? Wow. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Costner was on Smallville? No. Uh, by the way, <laughs> the answer is 22, is 22 so is cast members. 22 cast members is the answer. What? You could go to Krypton site for more information. I mean, I could name them off if you want me to. 22 cast members from Smallville were in... Superman? Uh, here, is let, that, let me look at it. Yeah, the, 20, the, the 2013 Zack Snyder Man of Steel movie, right? That's what he means? I don't know. Jesus. Yeah, we're in the Man of Steel. You know, if yeah. that was a Marvel movie, I would have played like the uh, the butler, and it would have been like accepted. <laughs> but 22 actors. Well, wow. Must have shot in Vancouver. I mean, 
Christopher Maloney's in it. Did Christopher Maloney make it to Smallville? No, he was never in the show. But wow, can you believe that? 22 people that were on Smallville ended up in Man of Steel. I can't. That's yeah, crazy. That's great for them. Yeah, there's a whole list. You can go to cryptonsite.com and check those out. Here's uh, Sophie. Sophie, our lovable patron. Hey, Tom and Michael. It's Sophie here in Australia. Just wondering, oh, yeah, there's a Sophie. scene where Lex is looking at the Smallville Torch website, and it has uh, the heading America's Strangest Town. And I'm just wondering whether you have any stories from any strange things that happened uh, on the set that you remember. Thank you. Huh. Mm. Not really. Not really anything strange on sets. I wish we had better answers this time. You know, the whole idea of a production is that nothing strange happens. (laughs) Like you're trying not to have anything happen strange. Um, Strange. There's like, well, you know, things go wrong, but those aren't strange. Those are bad. Um, The strange things have happened where when we get to the episode, you'll talk about when your car got broken into. That was strange. That wasn't on set. And I was going crazy um, in that episode too, and that that fed into it. One of the one of the reasons why visiting your friend when they're acting on a set is so boring is because it's not strange. It's it's very it's supposed to be very methodical to capture a performance, which can some sometimes be hopefully creative and and also you know could be outlandish. But um, strange things on set, like the barn wasn't haunted or anything. No, yeah. I, I, I ultimately it was yeah. just like. Uh, I think the strangest thing on set was, especially in the first year, was people just a lot of chaos trying to get the episodes done, reshooting, shooting out of order. Uh, yeah. many, many days more needed for episodes to, for completion. Um, we need those, you, um, or Michael, we need you in Vancouver. How long? Uh, we're not sure. Yeah, it was just <laughs> okay, but where of, am I gonna stay? It was chaotic, know, and uh, there wasn't any really any strange things. I think sometimes you know, occasionally someone would show up to set. You remember those days where some. Some guy would just show up to set, and it was like, uh, "Do you are you supposed to be here?" And they'd have to escort him away. And there were some times where that happened. That was a little creepy. You never know, especially nowadays. Uh, you know what could happen, yeah. and you just got to take precautions. So it was always really strange that smell at Lupercorp. I yeah, never got over that. The crap factory. So Lex worked at the crap factory, and boy, it smelled like the. Crap it was a sanitation it was. plant. Sanitation yeah. plant. Boy, you smelled like shit for a horrible. week. Here's uh, our our last Patreon for today. Uh, this is uh, our good friend Raj. Raj has got a question. Raj, this better be a good one, brother. Tom, Michael, this is Raj from Baltimore, Maryland. The episode culminates in a big explosion at the greenhouse. One of many explosions, but this was early on. So I'm curious if you guys remember the team that was in charge of those practical effects in the first season. If either of you were on set the day of this explosion. And if you were, do you remember kind of what went into the planning? the execution and it, you happen to remember it going smoothly or any issues that they had to work through to pull that off i don't remember anything going wrong and i don't remember being there for it i'm pretty sure i wasn't there for it because the the a lot of times those big explosions they would save for the last scene of the day and i'm i'm out i'm not sticking around so these. you wouldn't even see them sometimes yeah i rarely i don't think i ever saw i saw one there's an episode down the road where we blow up a house and i remember i I was there for that, but we were like half a mile away. Everybody was because we just blew a house up. Like there was dynamite everywhere. Like we were doing, anyway, it's another episode, but we were doing a scene in the basement and I was like, what's all this dynamite? And they were like, oh, we're going to blow this house up later. And I was like, wow, is this safe? And they're like, oh yeah, we haven't connected it. And we did a scene in a basement filled with dynamite. (laughs) And then later they blew up the house. And I don't know if 
I probably should have called my agent. Yeah, uh, I'm not comfortable with this. Um, yeah. Well, it's not. Anyway. It's not. Uh, um, craving, craving. There you have it. Uh, thank you, patrons. Thank you for uh, calling the hotline, listeners. Um, we hope you uh, continue to call in and uh, listen to every episode. It gets to this time of the show. It's gotten to this point where right now we're going to say it's the Rosenbaum rating. It's oh, yeah. the Rose and Bomb rating. Remember, three roses is the best. Then two roses, one rose, then a heater right down the middle. And that's kind of neither here or there. Then it's one, two, three bombs. You can use half if you want, a quarter of a rose if you really want. It's your call. But this, uh, we'll start out with Ryan. Ryan, what would you give this episode? Uh, I'll give it a one. Uh, one rose. I'll give it a one based on the performance of the guest actor. I think that's fair. Yeah. Tom. I was going to say one. Uh, then, then, then say one. Uh, one. You know, guys, I think this is the first time so far on the show that we're all on the same page. Amy Adams elevated the show. I'm going to give it a rose based on her performance alone. I might give it a three if uh, if Green gives me a call. Uh, yeah, the, the old <laughs> guy who's now writing all the big fucking, they never remember he, anybody. He's forgotten us. Nobody brings you along, folks. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's very seldom that one of your friends becomes a big director or a big movie star and they help you out. It just doesn't happen. You're just the friend that they talk to every once in a while. It doesn't really happen. It just doesn't. Unless you're I Adam mean, they Sandler. might throw you a bone Adam every Sandler once in a while. Done. Sandler does it. Sandler's one of the few people in the world that does it. But, you know, Tarantino doesn't do it. Tarantino gets big stars, and then he puts those big stars that are already big stars in his movie. But, hey, that's life. Become your own success. That's a good question for Tarantino when he's on Inside of You. How many friends of yours have you hired over and over? It's now time for the death and save count. How many people got saved and how many died? death count this episode zero nobody died you can't count the deer huh. what about the kid who got the life sucked out of him he didn't die he didn't die he was in a coma they even said it three people were saved in this episode clark saves dustin after he gets the life sucked out of him <laughs> <laughs> under the bleachers <laughs> <laughs> Pete from being attacked and also probably sucked. And Jody from trying to off herself. That's what happened. And now it's time for one of my favorite things. It's called Ryan's favorite scene. Great. <laughs> All right. Give us three choices. Here All we right, go. Your three choices are um, uh, Jody going to town on the fridge. And then one scene. Uh, uh, Lex and Dr. Hamilton having a good old fashioned act off. And uh, the ending with uh, Let Me Be Your Hero, Baby. Go ahead, Tom. Wait, what was the last one? The last, the last one, one is the, the Let Me Be Your Hero scene. Let me be your hero. Oh, I just love the fact that you're like the act off and the whole thing on the fridge. I love the way that you're surmising these. these I got to condense them. Yeah. Um, ooh, I kind of want to go with the act off, but I think you like that song enough. I'm going to go with uh, Hero, Baby. I know I'm thinking about it because he went, he talked about it. He really liked it. He did the research. You know what, Tom? I'm going to go with you on that. It's the he song. He watched the Third video. One. Third one, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we both got yeah. it. Yeah. We uh, both nailed it. What scene does Ryan like? I wanted, but I do want to give a, a, a very strong, I mean, we, we talked about it a ton in the episode, but just like watching her uh, eat like, like, like the, the bread and the hot dog oh, and like the blue gosh. jello and just like in the scene, you could see in her eyes. 
that she was like in a zone. Oh, she was. Doing I'm gonna it. get an Oscar yeah. one day. She's yeah, still, I can't believe she still doesn't have one. But that was. Um, yeah, you could see it, guys. What a treat! This was a lot of fun talking to you guys today. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, we're still a work in progress. We're working out the kinks, but we're having fun. And I uh, hope you're watching these episodes with us. Please spread the word. Um, follow us on the Instagram and the Twitter and all that. And please subscribe, write a review. It helps the podcast substantially when you write a review and it keeps us in the top of the charts. So people go, Ooh, look, Tonkville, it's up there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. We were number four. I think the second week because of comments for people writing reviews, it really helps. The three of us should write reviews. Would that help? It probably would. Um, but thank you so much. Also, uh, uh, thank you. Also, if you want to listen to my podcast inside you with Michael Rosenbaum, you can a little cheap shout out. Um, it's great. Uh, we interview, I interview celebrities, talk about mental health and adversity in life. So subscribe there and all that and follow us. Um, that is it for this episode. Please stick around next week as we get ready for a special guest next week. Actually special guests. The episode is number eight and it's called jitters. And, uh, I'll tell you. Are you going to tell me before we do the episode? What? Who the guest stars are? You don't even know who they are? No. I'll tell you after. You don't tell me these things. I don't want to tell anybody. I don't want to tell them on here, though. All right. Tell me after. But it's this. exciting. This will be really exciting. A guest star. We, 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 we don't do guest stars a ton, but we're going to sprinkle them in here and there for you. And uh, we hope you... Uh, you hope you stay tuned. Thank you to all the patrons for the patron love. Go to patreon.com slash talkville. Hopefully a Shopify will be account will be around soon for Talkville. And we'll get some t-shirts out there so everybody can support the show. Thank you for your love. Keep watching. Keep listening. Smallville forever. Ryan, thanks for being here. Thanks for having oh, me. Forever. Tom. <laughs> Forever. forever. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. And thank you for uh being on camera today, Ryan. Yeah, it's yes. good to see you. Not yeah. And also, I will say thank you, Tom, for getting your poster back up there behind you. It's very nice. It adds a little Found touch. It. Yes. Found it. Yes. Really I know I sweet. feel like I'm being looked at. I think that's it. At Talkville Podcast or Talkville Pod. Make sure you uh yeah, you you listen and you write comments and you write reviews and all that stuff. I've already said that, but uh thank you. That's all we got here today. I hope you enjoyed Thanks, it. Guys. I hope you enjoyed this. Tom, did you enjoy today's episode? I did. It was funny. I, I, I feel like we got more out of this episode than I anticipated. Yeah. I but thought I, when it, I, yeah. I'm telling you, once I started, once I was watching it, I was like grabbing things in right. That's why right before this, I needed a minute to condense my notes. I had things on like napkins because I was watching it while I was like with my son trying to feed him. And I was just like writing down little things that came up. And that's why I had so many little things. You did. You had some great notes. Bring up. Thanks yeah. for sharing those notes. All right. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Hello, by the way, we're about to give the Patreon the shout outs to our favorites. Patron, our patrons are amazing. They keep the show alive. They keep it going. Thank you for the support and the love. If you want to join Patreon, be a patron. Go to patreon.com slash talkville and support the podcast. And before we give these shout outs, we forgot in the episode Hourglass to give a Rosenbaum rating. We forgot. And uh, that was with the old woman. That was with uh, Lex and the blood and the and the and the blood rains from heaven and he kills all the flowers and the old woman dies at the end. What would yeah, you- I think what happened was, well, I think we talked about the episode so much and there was so much that you liked about it. I think we were just like, hey, you know, time's up. I think we're done. And yeah. Just I, did, I just we forgot to give it the rose and bomb rating. So I'm sure people were like, what, what happened? So what would you give it, Tom? Um, I think it's a really cool episode. I think it's a little different than the rest of them. I would give it a solid two. Two roses. Yeah. A two rows. How about you, Ryan? Revisiting my notes. And uh <laughs> I did I did enjoy it. Uh I 
I'm going to stick with Tom. I'm going to go with a two. Two roses. I'm going to go with a two. I liked the the visions and this woman saw, and I thought it was really cool, a glimpse into the future, and it was kind of, uh, it, it was just a cool episode. I think it was shot well. A um, little trick of the week, but you know, with, with Harry, Henry, Harry, you know, the, the Henry, his name was Henry. And, um, I'm going to give it a rose and a half. Oh. Almost two roses. So that's a good episode. That's 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 good. High rose praise. and half's the highest I've given since the pilot. High praise. Uh, yeah, rose and a half. You guys liked it a little more, but I uh, rose and a half. Don't don't be bitching at me for a rose and a half. <laughs> hey, you know, someone mentioned to me this past weekend I was at a con and they were talking about the uh this the kill and the save count. And he goes, I'm pretty sure that Clark saved every single person in the high school in the pilot. So that should count. And I was like, good point. But how many people do you think that? Yeah, is? we can't go that far. That's just crazy talk. All right. These are the shout outs. Tom, I'm going to read five and you could read five. These are wonderful patrons. Thank you guys. We love you. We couldn't yeah. do the show without you. Here we go. Especially now. You know, we don't have a lot of advertisers yet. We're, tr- we're trying to get going here. We, we need your love. Nikki G, Leanne P, Raj C, Santiago M, Suzanne B. Leah S, Little Lisa, Callie D, Tom T, Mark A. Sophie M, Betsy D, Liliana A, Abby P, Meg K. Chris F, Kimberly E, Jeremy V, Michael H, Ray H. Karen M, Design OTG, Danielle B, 99 more, and Lilani M. (laughs) Going to mess it up, Lilani. That's what we do. Catherine P, Brett G, Super Sam, always hold on to Smallville, Feral T. Ken J, Jeff E, Estevan G, DJ Kento, Garrett W. Just JTR, Taylor H, Kimberly L, Danny G. Teresa, Justin S, Eric W, Tom N, Tony V. Rodolfo V, Jason W, Osama A, Nancy D, Megan H. Arton K, Just T, Justin T, and Lucy O, Tristan C, Adam S. Jeremy G, Anna M, Amanda R, Brandy S, Teddy 127. Michael P, Benjamin P, Ryan R, Grumpy, I almost said <laughs> Grumpy Tits. Grumpyitis, because I was dyslexic for a second. Grumpyitis and Daniel, Daniel B. We see what we want to see. Jordan M, Hillary B, the TH3 Blur, uh, Craig G, Christy R, Lonnie B, Polly Anna, and Karen, Karen P. P. Guys, we love you. Thanks for tuning in every week. Um, we got another great episode coming next week. Please write a review. Follow us on the handles. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Get this thing going. It's a big family. Make sure you watch the next episode of Smallville. We'll be here to talk to you about it. And uh, from Ryan and uh, Tom, myself, we love you. We'll see you later. Good night. Good night.